Hello and welcome back to Oh my gosh, I was about Oh my gosh. I was about to say welcome back to We Can Do Hard Things because I keep listening to Glennon Doyle's podcast and I fully almost did that. Oh my gosh, embarrassing. Okay, welcome back to Know Better with Amanda. Oh my gosh, really embarrassing. Need to take a brief pause. My heart <clears throat> my heart is racing. I think because I have no plan for this episode, so let that be known. I have no plan, no direction. I recorded about 40 minutes of another episode when I got back to school, but I'm scrapping it because I find it quite boring upon reflection. It was about my travel drama and getting to school. Basically, long story short, had a mess of a travel getting here. I had to spend two nights in different states before coming to Connecticut. The story was about resilience, and that's about it. I do have an intention for this episode, and that is just to come as I am and be honest. I have been thinking a lot about how I show up in these episodes, and I know there's only been a few, but I realized that I was talking and recording these episodes with the intention of always looking on the healthy or quote-unquote healthy uh, way of looking at things and you know I think there's a time and a place for that and it's important but the whole gist of this is supposed to be authentic and things are not always gone about through the wise mind that I was presenting in the prior episodes anyways I'm here. It is February 19th, 2022. I'm back at school. I feel like I've settled into this semester. I have a new roommate. She's super lovely. I do miss my old roommate. Hope to see her soon. And honestly, I am exhausted and not from lack of sleep, but just from worldly being and covid crap i know that's not new but that's kind of the point of why i'm frustrated i think we've gotten to the point it's been almost two years since it became big in the u.s became big new pop star since okay um since it became big in the u.s and I think there's a memo that we're supposed to like know how to do this now and I do believe it's very important to accept the situation at hand because no control over this virus but I still feel like I'm grieving the loss of for example just seeing people's faces in class and not having people not be in class because of COVID and I really would love to never hear the word zoom again except that it's a great invention and I just don't want to ever have to use zoom because of COVID and that's still a thing that's happening the cases have risen at my school and it just feels like a loop and I said the other day in one of my classes when a teacher kindly asked how we felt about it I just feel like I haven't ever landed at this school and not in the sense of 
social connection. I've made so many great connections and I truly, I do like this school because I take the classes I want to take and it's working out fine, but I don't feel like I've landed in consistency because protocols are always changing and I feel exhausted by it. About a year ago, I listened to a podcast or read an article or both, cannot remember, but I've just pulled up the New York Times article. I don't remember if I read this, but I'm pretty sure I listened. Maybe they had a podcast on it about the word languishing, which I was not familiar with before listening to it. And they quote unquote call it the neglected middle child of mental health can dull your motivation and focus. And I always have a lack of focus. I think it's, I know, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about how often I say I think when I know things. I know that my lack of motivation is related directly to my ADHD. So the languishing article, what really hit hard was the the motivation or lack thereof. And I'm taking more classes now than ever that I'm very interested in and I feel lucky to be doing so. But I think I would feel a million times more on fire. It makes me sad. Oh, kind of just felt my heart sink. I think I would feel more motivated to enjoy those classes if I could see my peers' faces and didn't have this general sadness about the state of the world. Pretty soon I will make a link tree for this podcast and I'll include this article on languishing by the New York Times and I'll also include books I'm listening to or reading other things I've mentioned in the podcast. The article in the Times is written by Adam Grant. Don't want to not give journalists proper credit. So there. I'm currently listening to a book called Know My Name by Chanel Miller. Chanel Miller was a victim of, was the victim of the sexual assault on Stanford's campus by Brock Turner. And usually I go through audiobooks in a couple of days, max a week, or or usually about a week, I suppose, especially when I'm at school. I've been listening to this book for about a month, and there's other factors, including going back to school and stuff, but I think Actually, I know the reason it's taking me so long is just because there's so much heavy emotion in that book. Her writing is outstanding. She does something that's really special and incredibly hard, which is she goes through so many periods of her life Within one chapter, she's talking about her childhood. She's talking about what's currently going on in the case. She's talking about being in the trial. She's talking about 
being out of the trial and interactions with people from her life in the past and present. And I never feel lost as a reader. It's a very hard thing to do. And she does it masterfully. I have about an hour or two left in the audiobook. And damn, I just cry during it. Um, she's courageous and so strong in her vulnerability. And I recommend that people give it a listen or a read if they are in a place in their life to be able to do so. Right now it is 11.55 p.m. on a Saturday night. My plan was to stay in my room and record this podcast. So folded all my laundry, got my room all tidy so that I had a clear head to articulate what I'm thinking and feeling right now. And then I got a message from someone in my hall asking if I wanted to hang out and two things went through my brain oh my gosh so exciting that I just got asked to hang out because I love when other people initiate plans plans very loose term (laughs) but the other was just say that you're calling it a night but I made the choice to say come on over because I think it, especially in the past couple years, it's been important for me to just say yes to plans, even when it is potentially more comfortable or convenient to just stay in my little bubble, because who knows when I won't have that opportunity to say yes. So I said yes. It was a lovely time. We ended up meeting up with a couple of other people for someone's birthday, and now I'm back. But I went out in my pajamas and my face slathered in oil and moisturizer. (laughs) Meanwhile, everyone else was dressed quite cute. So that was fun. I've made the choice to not be drinking alcohol this semester. I'm not doing it because I have a substance abuse. Sometimes talking is so hard. Enunciating red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. I lost my train of thought. Okay, back to it. I'm not not drinking. Be- I'm not not drinking. I am not not drinking because I have a substance abuse problem with alcohol. Although, of course, no shame in not drinking because of that, obviously. But I'm not drinking because I realized that the only reason that I would be drinking is because other people are drinking and drink a lot in college, and that's not a good enough reason for me to be doing it. I just end up having a stomach ache and wondering if I said something stupid. So I've cut it out, but the good news is I've found that I can actually have fun without alcohol, and I wouldn't say that I'm surprised by this, but it's a nice realization. And I just went out tonight, and I have no shame 
mean, it's depending on the crowd, the people I'm around, but I had no shame in dancing with no alcohol in my system. So I was happy about that. I had a therapy session this past week with my wonderful therapist, and I was telling him that a big part of my identity is around recovery. And sometimes I feel weird about saying that because I think a lot of the time the word recovery is associated with addiction, although I I do think that everyone, including myself, has trouble with addiction in some capacity. Anyways, I think I feel weird about using the word recovery so much because of that association when my recovery is a lot to do with mental health, everything to do with mental health and loving myself and making good choices for myself and being gentle with myself. So I was telling him that and he said something along the lines of, for some of us, that's the only way to make it through and keep going. And I could not agree more because the moment that something clicked for me in treatment five years ago, there wasn't, there hasn't been a day since that I haven't thought about recovery in some capacity. And I'm not talking about always being on an uphill trend every day because that's certainly not the case. I'm talking about how not a day goes by that I'm not thinking about something that I associate with recovery, whether that's the serenity prayer. So for those of you who aren't familiar, that prayer or whatever you want to call it is grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Or whether that's writing in my journal or making my bed, I associate all of these things with recovery and it's a daily practice for me. And being in college, I understand now more than ever that recovery is a verb. It's not a destination. I'll never be recovered because it's something that I have to work on and work towards every single day. I was also talking to him about the difference between surrender and giving up. I really think that I've done a good job at surrendering expectations when it has to do with COVID protocol. I've, I've just accepted that I'm powerless over those big decisions, especially when it comes at an institutional level. And then there's giving up, which sometimes I'm like, have I just given up? And he said that giving up doesn't look like going to Connecticut and going to school and going to my classes and doing my work and still trying to be social and recording a podcast and taking in new media. And sometimes I have to pinch myself because these things that are 
responsibilities in my life today are things that I gave up on when I was younger and I'll toot my own horn which is an expression I don't love but I do love idioms is that an idiom personification it's not personification is it no it's definitely not you can actually toot a horn you can't what's a personification a personification is according to my quick google search personification example google images something like the sun smiled at us today because the sun can't really do that moving forward i'm about to toot my own horn and say i am fucking so proud of myself for where i am today and sometimes it's easy to always think about the next thing that i want to achieve and a big example of, of that is once you get to college oh i want to achieve a certain something at college which is great but occasionally i take a moment to remember damn i really achieved getting into college something that i didn't think was possible at a lot of points in my high school career because i didn't know if i was going to be around and i didn't know if i was going to be able to take the tests and do the things to get here so i'm proud of myself for being here i'm proud of myself for doing what many might consider basic tasks like keeping my room clean doing my laundry doing my class readings i couldn't do those things at a point in time and there will be more points in my life where i will have a lot of difficulty doing those things i've come to accept the fact that periods of depression and a hard time moving forward will and are bound to come up in my life but right now i'm not doing these things perfectly but i'm fucking doing them and i am proud some actions that i take that help me achieve this doing of things i'm talking about are putting together my medication at the beginning of every week so it's ready for me to take before bed and it's something that i do for myself to reset the week another thing i take naps i love to nap when people say that they don't nap i'm amazed shocked and in disbelief it gets to like 4 p.m on a weekday and i feel like i'm going to collapse if i do not have a brief nap so i've been napping but not in excess i put on moisturizer every night which is something i i think i've talked about this maybe but i i don't like the feeling of it i don't like being sticky although i have found one that i like but i do it because it helps me in the long term and what else do i do to assist myself in this doing of things i ask for help when i need it instead of waiting until i potentially desperately 
need help. So a couple ways that I do this are I constantly check in with my family and friends throughout the day. Makes me feel infinitely less lonely in the human experience. And what are other ways that I ask for help? One example could be I can't hear a professor for the life of me in a, in a class, and it's a small class, and I, I try sitting closer, but I can't hear him. And so this week I went up to him after class and, and explained this to him. Instead of just not being able to hear him, I asked for help, and then I can do the things like study for the exam properly. That's kind of a, a small example, but there you have it. Another thing, I'd say about 90% of days I make my bed in the morning and when I don't make my bed in the morning I feel annoyed at myself for not having done so mind you I was a person who never made their bed in the morning but a couple years ago someone's night table had a book with the title make your bed or something I was like damn I'm gonna do that and I have been and it just it's the little success in the morning. It takes me 30 seconds because I have my beautiful, small twin bed at school. And I've achieved something before I walk out the door. I know I said I have no plan for this episode and that is probably evident from the ramblings. But I did think of something I want to talk about and that is humbling myself. When I say humbling myself, I am talking about the everyday things that I do that make me feel painfully human. One example, a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago, my friend Yuji wanted me to come to a dance audition for her, with her. And the flyer, the online poster, said, All levels of experience welcome. I haven't danced consistently since I was seven years old. I'm a bad dancer. And I don't say this to be self-deprecating. It is the truth. I have other skills. Dancing not being one of them. I go with Yuji to this audition because I thought, why not promote? connection and do a thing that is intimidating. I went and we were the only non-dance majors auditioning and I could not remember much of any of the routines that they showed us and have it, had us repeat and I was at the time hot with shame. Now just think it's hilarious and we walked out of those auditions and Yuji said to me, I haven't felt that human in a while because neither of us had been that mortified in a while. Really going outside of your comfort zone and it proving to be semi, and in my case, extremely embarrassing uh, is quite humbling. An example of something that humbled me this week actually yesterday i'm always humbled when it has to do with yuji maybe i should look at that anyways i was on the phone with yuji 
and I was telling her that I matched with someone on Tinder. And I said their name, and Yuji said, oh, I don't know him. I said, I'll send you a screenshot of his profile. And I sent her two screenshots of his Tinder profile. And 15 minutes later, I was like, Yuji, did you get the photos? You know who this is? And she said, no. And I went to my texts, and I realized that I texted his phone number <laughs> two screenshots of his profile. So I went on to message him that I meant to send those to my friend and that I was sorry. And that was humbling. I've done this more than once. I'm not talking about Tinder and just FYI not big on tinder but at wesleyan it's it's a pretty small town so almost everyone on the app if you set your radius small is from wesleyan anyways is it any way or anyways anyway anyways anyways is not correct i don't think whatever correctness doesn't matter except if you're in my brain and it does matter to me Feel free to say anyway or anyways. I won't judge you. I will judge myself. But then again, if I'm judging myself, perhaps I'm judging you. The ADHD really showed in that one. Back to it. I have sent the wrong people something about them multiple times in my life. I need to look at the recipient of my message before I press send more frequently than I do right now. Luckily, neither of these particular instances that are coming to mind were bad. I wasn't saying anything bad about anyone. And I really try to refrain from saying bad things about anyone on the internet because I, I, I just am not for it. So the times that I've done this have been questions or inquiries about them, sent to them, and then I have to explain, oh, I was talking behind your back, which, you know, is normal. Why was I sending the photo to Yuji? Because I didn't know if she knew this person. Totally innocent, still humbling, and another thing that's humbling, <laughs> I have so much trouble, that was probably loud, sorry, I have so much trouble breathing while I'm recording this podcast. I think it's cool because on one hand it means that I'm talking about things that are important to me and I'm taking it seriously. On the other, I'm like, can you breathe like a functioning human being? And the answer is no. I have to pause and consciously take deep breaths during this. Like right now, I haven't breathed in a bit, so I'm just holding it in and I'll pause in a second and I'll breathe. I wonder, do most people breathe while they're speaking because I don't certainly not when I'm recording and if there were a master class on how to breathe while speaking I would I would definitely take it big money in that area I'm going to keep this episode short because part of why I'm recording this is 
to get the ball rolling with recording at school and I had a whole almost an hour of recording that I've just decided to scrap and I'll just be back hopefully soon with someone or with myself talking about a topic instead of rambling but this is where I'm at right now I appreciate anyone who's listened to any of this I'm going to go to sleep I'm going to end off the episode by saying that I'm doing the best I can you're doing the best you can and we can still do better and know better thank you sleep well or enjoy the rest of your day wherever you may be while listening to this bye bye